Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. Welcome back to the Deuce episode. Before I was sitting way back in my chair. Right. <laughs> so well, far you... back. Yeah. I'm like th- three, five times closer. We are laid back tonight, people. We are. We are going to have a, a fun time on episode 161. Yeah. That's only 14 episodes away from 175, which will be our next live episode, right? Yes. I think that's all. Yes. That all pans. According, right? according to the rules, yes. So, so, which is what? Which is only uh, three months away now. Yep. So, that'll be exciting. That'll be exciting. I like those live episodes. I do, too. Those are fun. That yeah. last one was real good. I, I enjoyed With that. With the piano and everything. Yeah. Well, I hope, I hope they're as fun for our listeners as they are for us. I, yeah. I sometimes worry. So, if you think they're fun. The people who were there seem to like it. Why don't you go ahead and, and feed our egos by letting us know on the internet at Double Deuce Pod is our Twitter handle mm-hmm. or Double Deuce, Pod, Double Deuce Podcast on the Facebooks mm-hmm. um, or hashtag Team Averill. Uh, I don't find that somehow. I think it was Team Will. Are you, are, you fo- are you following on in your blood feud with Brian Cranston? I will continue to follow on until the day I die in my yeah. blood feud with Brian Cranston. And I, I will continue to respect your right to have a blood feud, but I remain staunchly hashtag team Brian Cranston. I gotta say, that was a very surreal episode. I don't know <laughs> was what was weird. going on. I was I was not feeling so good. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of nauseous, so I'd gotten stoned yeah. to like get my stomach back to... Neutral. I feel like your normally steady hand on the rudder uh-huh. uh, was was a little absent. I was, so I was I was really I zoned out a few times. I, I know was, I was off on a bunch of tangents. <laughs> there was no one here to kind of stop me. And yeah, be like, you need to shut up now. Yeah, and so I just went off on one. Yeah, I feel like at the point where I would normally like start to kind of throw slight condescending objections, I was just I was somewhere else. Hey, so I want to start with uh, a, a review corner okay. um, of a thing that happened. Okay, so you want to is... review like a, a thing that happened in your life? Yes, this is this is okay. this is. Uh... By what criteria are you reviewing? Well, it? I, I, here's the thing. So I went and saw another podcast, and I was not like I actually saw them. Like I was dating them, so don't get jealous or anything. Uh, there was the 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 live show of uh, the Greatest Generation. Uh, Gen Con show at the Bottleneck, which was produced by our good friend and uh, announcer Rob Schulte. Uh, the Rob, sweet, sweetest buns in podcasting. He does have the sweetest buns in podcasting. Mm-hmm. And oh man, top five sweetest buns in podcasting. Go, Rob Schulte. Uh-huh. Rob Schulte. Uh-huh. Are you going to dial on this, Rob Schulte? <laughs> Uh, I feel like I didn't see his buns, uh-huh. but there was one guy uh-huh. on the podcast taping who, I guess it wasn't a taping because it's a podcast, but the recording, uh, the live recording. He wasn't real reeling it. There was one guy, and I don't remember their names, um, but there was one guy that, 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 uh, was, uh, that looked like he, he had, uh, a nice, nice buns. Uh, he's looked like the type of guy who would, had I seen his buns, have had mm-hmm. nice buns. 
Um, so that so guy somebody looking... attached to the Greatest Generation podcast comes in at four. Yeah, he looked he looked a little bit like um, uh, my friend from high school, Brian Moss. Uh, mm-hmm. If Brian Moss had had uh, lived in New York and not eaten anything, mm-hmm. um, and he, uh, but he I, he looked like he probably had nice buns. Not that I've like checked mm-hmm. out Brian Moss's buns. I'm just saying facially, okay. they, they the facially, like, Brian Moss buns yeah, wise, buns wise, be different. He's probably a league of his, of his own. Yeah, uh, Brian Moss or the guy from I guess. Uh, both, okay. you know. I mean, uh, anyway. So my point is, uh, wait, wait, and the fifth wait, is Rob Schulte. Okay. Yeah. I like how you you, you almost dial on it, but then you right. like you throw in that wild card at number four. I like to keep it. I like to to, mm-hmm. to keep it up in the air. Yeah. I like I like to keep people guessing um, uh-huh. where I'm going to go next, uh, and I like people to be confused when I get there. Yeah. Okay. So I went to see this podcast, and it was really interesting the way that they do it because, like, when we do a live podcast, it's uh, it's sort of new material. This live podcast, though, and I have not listened to the rest of their podcast, which I I, I need to. Um, but uh, so I don't know if they do different episodes of Star Trek. It's, it's kind of my understanding is that they do like they take an episode mm-hmm. of Star Trek and they review it. Yeah. But they're they're not like super major nerds. They're like film guys who review who kind of like Star Trek. They're appreciative mm-hmm. fans. Um, but they're not, they're not like OG, but, like deep in it. Fans. Right. They're not like deep in it, like can give you the blueprints of the Enterprise from memory. Sorry, which Enterprise, they would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Um, from memory. Uh, those but, nerds. Those kind of nerds, yeah. Nerds! Those, those nerds were there at the podcast. I saw at least three people in full Starfleet uniform, yeah. which I thought was a, a low showing for Lawrence, Kansas, but I was yeah. willing to accept it. Um, but it was interesting. So, th- so they did a whole like they did basically the summary of uh, of the Wrath of Khan along with commentary on mm-hmm. different different parts of it, and they had some clips that went along with it, and they had a couple little sticky things like they they ring a bell when they when they come up with a potential title of an episode. Mm-hmm. That that's like one of the things they do, and it was kind of fun. It was interesting to see uh, another like duo of two guys. Uh, kind of doing doing a podcast thing. How, and, ma- how many stars? Uh, I give it. I give it three and a half stars. And I'm going to tell you why I I okay. love rated rated a little lower than I than I would have. I thought content wise it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, out of five stars that I would have given it if I'd absolutely blown away. I'm taking off half a star for the complexity of the of the the depth of the nerdiness that it occasionally went into that went to levels far beyond anyone who wasn't a super Star Trek nerd could really understand. Mm-hmm. So there were bits of it where I had to just sort of... You were lost. Of, I was a little lost, yeah. yeah. You just kept nodding Now that may be my own failing. So I, like that half star mm-hmm. could be my own failing. Yeah. Um, so I, th- th- this rating is plus or minus half a star. Plus or minus half a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give a half star uh, off because they, they came in a little hard on Kansas, I thought, in kind of a stereotypical way. They made mm-hmm. kind of this... this joke about Lawrence being like, oh, the whole town must be here. I imagine going into the main part of town and everybody's gone. It's just you people implying that there were like maybe 50 or 60 people in the entire town, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's a little high need. <laughs> and then made some joke about Lawrence being like three years behind, but not in a particularly jokey sort of way, mm-hmm. in a really sort of kind of a slightly uh, uh, irritatingly smug way. It was very New York, and I mm-hmm. thought, okay, you're coastal people coming here with your coastal views and, and just shitting on the locals, and that 
thinking, well, we should just take it because we're we're from the Midwest and we're really polite. So they get they lose because we're rubes, <laughs> we're rubes, right? Which we are. Uh, hence why I was there in the first place, uh-huh. not being a Star Trek fan. Uh, and then, then the 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 the, uh, the other half of a star was because I don't believe anything should be perfect. Okay. Also, probably you got to deduct the fact that they had Rod Schulte's sweet buns locked away, like in the tech booth, as opposed to front and center with a with a hot spotlight on them all night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you a few positives, though. Yeah. Um, I I did enjoy. Uh, I, it was really neat to see like that many people gathered for a, for a podcast. I thought that was kind of fun mm-hmm. at the bottleneck. It was kind of a different vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to hang out with our friend uh, Richard Noggle, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of exciting. We don't see him that often. Yeah. Uh, he kind of came in and sat between uh, Jay Mouse and I for a good chunk of the show. He, he's um, the one who uh, on Twitter we I don't know if we ever mentioned it on the podcast. Did we? But we he was rating HBO's The Deuce and the Double Deuce, and we were going head to head. No, I don't think we beat did. them like six out of six, seven out of seven times of the times he did it. That's right. Uh, we are yeah, better than HBO's The Deuce, according to according to Larry Bell Life. We're yep. we're rocking it. We destroyed um, them. We did. We did. Uh, Fucking run ruled those assholes. It was good to see Rob Schulte. I like that guy. I do too. I, I felt bad that I was sick. Yeah, you were sick. You couldn't be there. It was sad. I had to go take a nap. Um, I, I, I also think that, that, um, it was neat to see two guys who, who work together really well. Um, and it reminded me how important, like, like that, that, that connection is. Mm-hmm. And I just want to end this by saying, I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate what you do. And I appreciate that we do it together. Me or are you talking to Rob Schultz? No, I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> be, I'm trying to be earnest for once. For I, fuck's I sake. appreciate that. All right. I also appreciate you. Oh well, thanks, guy. So anyway, that was that was that. I would recommend. And I appreciate um, Rob Schulte. I would recommend if they come through again that you you check them out. I would like if to you, see it. If you like the I Star felt Trek. bad. I've been looking forward I to think, it. I think you might have. You're you're a little more of like the kind of like like slightly obsessive nerd than I am about, like, like stuff. Like, you get into things a little bit more than I do, and I think it would have appealed to that side of you. I deep dive on certain you things. You do deep dive, and I'm not, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm saying yeah. it probably is a great thing. I should probably not, deep dive. Not as deep on the Star Trek as the other things. Yeah, I think, I, I I think like if you were... Star Trek. I think but, if you were too deep in on Star mm-hmm. Trek and a comedian, it might have irritated you, because you could be like, yeah. well, I would I would have known to make the joke about the, uh, the replicator systems on the second Enterprise. In the DC four hundred nine. I mean, I, you I would have, have said that. Yeah, if yeah. I were, if I were much deeper in. Yeah, and I and I talked like that. <laughs> but but, <laughs> but point, otherwise, it was spot on. My point is is that uh, is, is that it was a good show. People people should support uh, live entertainment. They should support Rob Schulte. Uh, and and his friends. Even and and at some point, I want to take those guys out for fucking beer at the lodge and i want to talk to them about midwest culture and i want to feed them fried foods and i want them to put on about five pounds and realize that the united states is a big place full of interesting and diverse people everywhere you go and not just in brooklyn it's true yeah that's and and rant (laughs) and with that i take my leave but we got like 11 minutes left fuck I didn't time that one very well. No, we got another episode after this. Oh my god, even. that's like literally all the material. <laughs> like half, that's half an hour. I had. Hey, I saw you blew uh, everything in eleven minutes. I saw. Yeah, I, I also hung out with Jay Mouse and, and Ed the Park Parker and did comedy. Yeah, uh, I did comedy at Conroy. So let's go to go. let's swing over to comedy at Conroy's okay. corner. Um, 
Oh my god. Uh, boy, if you want a meta experience mm-hmm. that is just an appreciation of how awful comedy can be. Uh, Open mics are really a, a, a spectrum. What's interesting to me is that that they're a spectrum. Usually, in an open mic, you know, you go and they're the majority. Well, usually it's about half and half. Half or there's a third of the halves that are irredeemable. There's twenty five percent. Trying to hold on to the math here. Twenty five percent of them are are decent but (laughs) need good material. We went from halves to thirds to twenty five percent, and and an eighth, you're just like. Get out, uh, and they're, cause they're the ones that are telling the, the like misogynistic jokes, the rape culture jokes, the horrible, like, that's, you know, the, the sort of like the corny corner. Uh, and then, um, and then you have like the, then you have like the other like third who are pretty good, but There's they give third you good left. materials There's and you've got left. one that you're like, okay, this person is. I'm trying to do the math. I'm pretty sure you don't have a third this left. This person is a dynamo. I'm having a hard time and trying to pay attention to this, do the math. With this Conroy show, it math. was just this blank of like 66.4% mm-hmm. um, where you're like, I'm uncomfortable. And the other 37.3%, you're like, I'm more uncomfortable than I was the other 66% of the time. Yeah. Uh, the highlight. I feel bad. You know, there's so many open mics where it's not like bad joke, bad joke. It's hard to say sometimes, but man, people, you got to just have, Psych yourself up a little bit. Psych yourself up, or work, or work that nervousness into into a character. Like <laughs> you got to do one thing or the other. You just can't be up there looking like it's a class assignment that you didn't want to do, and you certainly didn't want to read out loud because that's man, it's hard. <laughs> that'd be my that'd be my piece of advice to anyone going to an open mic. Just fucking however you got to do it. Like take some shots, slap yourself in the face, listen to some Frank Sinatra, whatever you got to do. Just get up a little bit for it. Figure it, <laughs> figure it out. Or like work on a persona to kind of slip into. <laughs> Do something. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was, think th- about it. This a was just, this was, this was bad. And, and, uh, cause so many of them, yeah, are like, Hey, so, uh, it's just, uh, the other day it was, uh, you know, uh, come on, man. Help me help you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not good. It was not good. And so then Jay got up and, and Jay did. Jay did sort of uh, the shtick that all revolved around. This is Jay Mouse, our mm-hmm. friend, the comedian He's Jay been Mouse, who's been on the show. Um, I know who he is. He, uh, well, I'm saying for the listeners who may not know who I I'm know. referring to. Off I here. said he's been on before. Right. You you also said you know who he is. And I'm I like, do. Yeah, I know you know who he is. I'm just saying it for those people. Yeah. They might not know who Jay Mouse is. Stefan knows who he is. He well, listens a lot. Yeah, Stefan listens a lot. I'm starting to get paranoid now that Rob Schulte's going to get really upset that I only gave him 3.5 stars. So I might bump that up to. Well, it was, four it, was stars. it was plus minus. Yeah, that's true. Three, that's true. But that in mind, Rob Schulte. Yeah. But anyway, so Jay Mouse. And, and you, you, you knocked off for some. Like for you not being nerdy enough, and also because you don't think things should be perfect. So if you think about that, in a way, it's four and a half stars <laughs> with with the only I don't even remember what the other thing was, but I feel like the criticism you were lodging was not particularly strong criticism. It seemed more like with that that star was your stuff in your own head. Yeah, like, I feel like you, that's... that was a, that was a star you 
you came there to take away from that show and well, your and you could argue the Midwest stuff. You could argue the Midwest. That's right. That was the other thing. thing. Yeah. So you could argue the whole thing. You could mm-hmm. argue it was a five star show, and I just have a fucking problem. Yeah. You know. I mean, that would be a legitimate argument. I think. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten off topic. Uh, so Jay Mouse. Yeah, that's right. Jay Mouse I know gets who he up. Is. You know the Jay, comedian Jay Mouse. Yeah. He gets up and does the shtick that that is uh, in typical Jay Mouse style is delightful, but completely uh, nonsensical and non sequitur, and is basically just. Was uh, it one of the ones where he wears the Viking helmet? It's one of the ones where he says "guys" a lot. He's like, "You guys, you know what I'm talking about, guys, you guys." Yeah. And so he's sort of loosely making fun of the misogynistic kind of culture. Or, Folks uh, who are kind of trying to appeal to uh, to guys, Those guys. Um, but he just he just he just does it till till it's not funny, and then it's funny, and then it's not funny, and then it's still not funny, and then it's not funny, and then maybe it's a little bit funny, uh-huh. and then I find it hilarious, but I think a lot of people don't find it funny <laughs> and keeps going not funny, not funny, not funny. Uh, it's a sort of funny. Um, and, and, but there's not a big enough crowd to make that distinction happen. Mm-hmm. So instead, it's just, it's, it's like literally five minutes of J Mouse saying guys over and over again. <laughs> I remember more, more talking to me about that bit. Yeah. Time. So I didn't, so then I had signed up because uh-huh. I was drunk and uh-huh. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. Why not? And mm-hmm. I had this whole plan that I was gonna do all this stuff. And it was, I just, was it up. as good as that time that we wrote, all wrote a five minutes for you to do together on the, the, in that bar one time, like an hour before you had to go on? That would have been, that would have been, that was so much I feel better. like that's still one of my favorite. My favorite stand-up. That was actually, I mean, that's where the the, by the famous impression of my father uh-huh. came from. Uh, yeah, no, that would have been a lot better. But um, here, it just, it, it, I, I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. I can't, I don't even know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna denounce everything that's happened before. And so I started doing the guys thing just like Jay did. Mm-hmm. Uh, just and then I started going into other people's routines, like all the jokes that I could remember uh, that other people were using, and just, just doing it and just uh, like stealing jokes uh-huh. uh, full on but like parodying them not really stealing them more parodying them uh-huh. uh, but like in that sort of you guys you guys and so it was just a horror show and then Jeremy Almond was scheduled after me and, <laughs> wow. and he was ludicrously drunk and he got really mad and his whole shtick was getting up and saying that was a routine I was gonna do <laughs> fuck you <laughs> so so, so we just completely oh, blew man. out the pants of the end of the stand-up comedy I, 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 show. I, I, Actually, I, that's not true. Then Michael Picorni closed it, and so he was the one who was responsible for blowing out the pants of the show. But it was a shit show. <laughs> it was an absolutely oh, ludicrous man. shit show. I, I would have given myself one star, mm-hmm. uh, give her one star mm-hmm. for it being uh, one hey, of the positive. It's an open mic. I feel like in an open mic, like, you, you start out with a star for effort. <laughs> it's, it's like a sad, pitiful star. Uh-huh. But the thing was, there were two groups at this mm-hmm. open mic, and I'm always fascinated by this, and I've only been to a couple of open mics, and I've never been there sober. But there's a couple of groups that actually showed up because they thought it would be entertaining. Like, <laughs> like the rest of it's like comedians staring like vultures because they're all going over their lines in their head, or mm-hmm. they don't really care about the other ones, or they're just judging you one or the other. Uh, and, and that's fine. Like, a room full of sad comedians is something I can, I can live in that environment all day. I've grown up around it. Mm-hmm. But, like, the people, the poor punters who come in to take a shot at this, free comedy yeah and they're like we're just gonna give this a try and one group lasted till the end you know i gotta give them that and uh they, they were, but none of them actually performed and i'm like what 
are you here for? <laughs> what is this serving in your life? Uh, who, who are you friends with? They were not. Are I you mean, friends with any of these people? I don't. This is what I want to know. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy mm. that, that there's comedy happening in town. So am I. I. I miss the. I miss the harpoon days. I miss that energy that was there. That vitality. Mm. It's um, it's rough that most of what we've got going on lately is more open mic stuff. That we yeah. there isn't like a more showcase show. Yeah. I, I, and, and, and honestly, I really, I really, really like yeah, open, open mics are hit and miss. I, I think there's some, I think there's some really good work. I think a lot of the stuff that, that, that Jay's doing is, is, is interesting and innovative. I think a lot of the stuff that, that, uh, Ed does is, is, is fun and innovative. I think, I think there's a lot of people doing, doing good things. Um, it's just, I, I do miss the, 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 there were more players, I think, back mm-hmm. in the day who were doing it. And a lot of them then just took off and fucked off and went to the coast. Yeah. Because I don't know, that's how you make it big, I guess, in this town is to leave. You know, if you you want to do stand up comedy, yeah, you kinda gotta go somewhere bigger. I've not heard great things about the Kansas City scene, but that's been a while. I feel like the thing there is it's not big enough to sustain somebody. Yeah. And where you can be making any kind of I mean, if that's the only thing you're doing for a lot of you're traveling anyway. Hey, so this is the show that goes up tomorrow, right? Yeah. Can we start plugging the the show that's coming up on January 5th? Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, so we're doing Good Night Lawrence on January 5th at 9 p.m. It's, it's a new late night Lawrence review. We're going to have Shitty Deal Puppet Theater. We're going to have comedian Brock Wilbur, who there's a funny story about Brock Wilbur that I've got to tell you next week. Is it uh, about the, the hackers pretending to be him? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to that. So, okay. so listen to next week's episode, too, so you can hear the funny Brock Wilbur story. we got to get him on the show. We do. Uh, and uh, We should see sometime if he wants to do one around that time when we're doing that show or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Maybe we can maybe we can get that happening. But yeah, so uh, January 5th, Maselli's, uh 9 p.m. It's only $7 of your money. I think it comes out to seven fifty eight or something, 85 with tax. Yeah. Uh, they uh, book your tickets in advance. Uncle Sam's got to get his taste. You can book tickets uh, through uh, www.goodnightlfk.com. Uh, it will take you straight to the Maselli's website because there's no website that's goodnightlk.com. <laughs> I was like, did you buy a website? I bought a domain. I didn't buy a fucking website. That's too expensive. Uh, so yeah, it'll take you straight to the, the, the place to order tickets and you can get them. And with that, I gotta say, uh, I love you, Rob Schulte. Uh, and, uh, five stars to you, buddy. That's our time. Yeah, I was just trying to take some notes. Okay. Um, but that's, you know, that's after the podcast business. I can finish taking notes then. Yeah. We, we should wrap this thing up. So, did I come off as cloying about the whole Rob Schulte thing? On there? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Double Deuce. <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad... This outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place. iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too. 
I found out there's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm -hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a Tell thousand. your friends. Thousand mouths. Tell your mom that are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, Tell her. Everybody likes your mom too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. We're doing so well. Bye, Double Deuce.